0: Hi, and welcome back to Mishmurah Medyemi. Today is Shira 96. We're holding in the middle of Simon Lamed Bays. Today we'll be doing Sif Lamed Tess and Mem. Today's year sponsor, sponsored, Nishmas, Esther Yehudis Bas, Reb Shapsi. We are in the middle of Sif Lamed Tess, the halacha of making tefillin merubais, squared. We saw that the bias and the frame around the bias called the titura and the stitching around the bias needs to be perfectly square. Mishmurah speaks out that we need the bias and the, and the titura to be square along the entire height, length, and width. And it wouldn't be enough that just the top of the tillin or the bottom of the tillen are squared. As you can see in picture three on page one of the PDF, that if the walls are a bit inverted in the middle and now they're bending inwards, or if there is a large nick or dent on the edge, that would cause that particular area to be lacking in the din of ribua, and that would be a problem. Similarly, if you do have a dent on one of the parts of the tillin, it would not help to fill it up with some other substance and paint over it, Rather, the square shape must be formed from the bottom, the leather of the bottom themselves. Now we'll continue the Sif. So you made the tefillin perfectly square. And over time, neskakal ribuan, the squareness got ruined. Then the Shulchan says, Yesh Eimer, You must go ahead and fix it to restore it to its square shape. Although the Shulchan used the term Yesh the Meshvira points out that no one argues that it must be fixed. And that's just a style of the Shulchan to say Yesh and the reason why it must be fixed is that being that this is a Sinai that it needs to be square, then therefore at every, to- every minute that you're wearing it, it needs to be square. Lamisa, the Mishmura says we don't need to start examining our tefillin every day to make sure that it didn't lose its square. Rather, it would be enough to rely on the chazaka, that they're kosher, unless you have a specific reason to assume it got ruined. Or if you see that it got messed up, then other than that, you wouldn't need to be nervous about it. What constitutes a kilkel in the square? Of course, if the corners of either the bias or the tatura are rounded off, that would obviously be an issue, and that would have to be fixed. Another case would be if the stitches got stretched out, and now they aren't in a straight line anymore, thus not forming a perfect square, that would be a problem, and it would need to be fixed. Also, if the four bottom of the shell really separated, and they're somewhat fanned out, with one of them leaning either one to the left or one's leaning to the right, and now it's not square, being that the width is bigger than the length, that would also need to be repaired and made back that square shape as well. Additionally, if the bottom of the titura became warped and now it looks like it's not square anymore. And even though technically, if you measure it, you still see that it's exact length by width the same diameter, same dimensions, still nonetheless should be fixed and squared off to give it the appearance of a square titura. All of these cases are shown on page two of the attached PDF. And now I'll start Sith Mem says, Ora batim mitzvah la soy soy shachar. It is a mitzvah to make the batim, and of course the shin on the two sides, black. The Mishburah learns from the Machaber that being that he says it's only a mitzvah, that means it's a mitzvah, but it's not ma'akev b'dyeved. However, many Paiskim, including the argue arguing this and say that we have an alachlamashim sinai, that the batim must be black, and as such, it would be ma'akev even b'dyeved. Lemaisa, if somebody doesn't have a black pair of Tillin available, one can rely on the pin of the Shulchanar and wear these non-black Tbilan rather than skipping the mitzvah of Tillin entirely. So now how should these batim be made black? The Mishmura says that once you use a thin paint that doesn't have much of a consistency, less be mamish, to color the batim black, almost as if you're just dyeing the leather, making the batim themselves black. The idea is that the black color should be one with the bottom, and that's something that's sort of just laying on top or a layer on top of the bottom that could be removed or peeled away. Therefore, one should not use a thick paint that could be peeled away in like big pieces, which is like a separate coating, because that wouldn't be considered that the bottom themselves are black, and that would be a psul in this din of having black bottom. As we saw in the previous year, we have to make sure that these four batim that we have in the Shal Rosh are not one big bias like a yad. And this space that's in between the batim of the Shal Rosh are called charitzin, notches. And as you saw earlier, the Shal Rosh is characterized by the fact that it has four individual batim. Therefore, the charitzin, these notches must be visible, thus clearly showing that there are four batim on the shell Rosh. And the Shulchan Aruch adds a maker din this charitz should extend all the way down, to the bottom of the bias until the stitching. However, if it doesn't go all the way, it's still kosher, provided that at least part of this charitz is visible, allowing you to see the separate compartments. It comes out, that when, if so... According to this, it comes out that when painting the batim, if the paint is thick enough to cause the charitzim to sort of disappear, it, they'll blend in, it wouldn't help to just scratch out charitzim with a knife and give an appearance of four batim, because we need to see the actual separation between each bias and the next one. Because we need to see the actual separation between the batim. It is here that the B'eralecha brings up an issue regarding this charitz, this visible separation between the batim, that even if you make the tefillin out of one piece of skin, which we said is the best, if you're going to leave the space between the batim totally separate without gluing them at all, it's very likely that it's going to eventually fan out and spread apart, thus causing the length of the batim to be shorter than the width, losing our ribuah, losing our square. The maskana, the Meshmura advises to place glue in the center between each of the um, between each bias, while leaving the outer edges of the bias free of glue. Th- this way, you could still retain the visible separation between the compartments. If the space between the, each bias is too big and they're not going to touch each other even with glue, the, the Birelachah says you can take a small piece of cloth, put glue on both sides and stick that in between each bias, thereby filling the gap and allowing them to stick to one another while still not looking like one bias. Have a great day.